on the topic of fear, like you said that you don't remember what it's like to be afraid of someone. What does that, what does that mean? When's the last time you were afraid of someone? I don't remember. <laughs> I honestly don't remember. Like, where does that confidence come from? Was that before you started training like MMA or any self-defense or was it, um, is it something you, the last time that the last time that I was truly afraid, I think was, I mean, it was a while before I started training to fight and so crazy to think that I did that. Like, did, like trained. Yeah. Trained to fight actually got in the cage and fought. Oh, you mean like a like sanctioned event? Yeah, you know, like competitive. Yeah, yeah I, I actually okay. did competitive fighting six times. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but it was before that, so it was, and you know, it's funny as I haven't been in an altercation outside of ones that I chose to be in with somebody somebody else who chose to be in them with me mm -hmm. since before. The first time I walked into the gym. You think that's because of your your confidence now, or because of the um, like the training you have? Like, are you just actively I mean, avoiding like, things unless you make the decision, you make the call? Um, I think one, it has a lot to do. I believe one, it has a lot to do with the fact that on a regular on a regular basis, I exert that in energy. Okay, so like you're, you don't feel the need to be aggressive. To be aggressive, to be to pursue. Like um, you kind of get it all out. To pursue confrontation, even when I am upset mm -hmm. with somebody, you know, like I don't want to have a fight, verbal or physical. Like so I would you're rather you're just able to make the choice of like, all right, I don't. Do I really need to do this right now? Right, it, and it took isn't me that important. It took me. It took me a lot longer to um excuse me took me a lot longer on the verbal side like the being able to choose what's worth reacting to and even at that at the end of that nothing's really worth reacting to but um it takes a lot longer for my buttons get pushed mm -hmm. before i kind of have a temper issue do you think that's because of the you know, well, one, like leveling up the way you speak, like changing the way you, you interact with people and communicate. Like perhaps you're diffusing situations before they can even happen, before they can even start. Well, I never understood how bad those type of things can make somebody feel. Right. And once I figured that out, um, it was definitely easier to not pursue it okay if the situation arose um i think you've also become a much more like compassionate person yeah for sure you know yeah i mean i i didn't know that empathy was a thing right you know i didn't know that other people felt other people's pain like i did Okay. Like when, when I realize 
I would rather have my feelings hurt than hurt somebody else's feelings. Right. It's actually very difficult for someone to hurt my feelings because I've just owned up to a lot of the, Mm -hmm. I've taken ownership of a lot of the things that I've done wrong. So if somebody points out something that I did in the past, I just say, yeah, you're right. I did do that. Right. You kind of roll the punches a little bit. Like, you're right. I did do that. It's not who I am. It's something that I did. Yeah. Or like, yeah, that's something I'm really working on. Yeah. Right. Or yeah, you know, you're right. Um, uh, the other day when the governor announced that our gym was shutting down, I had a relatively violent outburst. I kicked a door open and, uh, I took a walk. I took a 200 meter walk and I love how you fucking counted that. Like, <laughs> you knew exactly the exact distance. Well, yeah, it's the, it's the, it's the <laughs> route that we run at the gym for 200 meters. That's what I walked. Okay. You know? Um, I, I left out the back door of the gym and I came back in the front door of the gym and I, I just, uh, cooled, uh, like I cooled off yeah, and, I, yeah. and I cooled off in that like change your environment relatively two minutes, yeah. you know? Um, and then not much longer after the fact, my wife said something to me that kind of caught me off guard and I shot her a, a, a look and like i immediately realized that she did not deserve the look that the i look. just the look that i just gave her yeah. and i she didn't even realize i did it and i apologized i was like i i was like oh i'm sorry for that look i just gave you you didn't deserve that and she didn't even like acknowledge it like so it must not even have been as bad as it felt inside and uh one of my members texted me after the fact and was just like man I was really impressed with how quickly you cooled off after your outburst. And I was really impressed with how quickly you apologized to Jen when, you know, when you shot her that look. And, um, I think it, I, I know, I know it's just a culmination of, that's such a sweet word to use, a culmination of, Learning how to defend myself, learning about speaking the English language in a different manner to make it more powerful, to make myself feel more powerful in the sense of just not feeling bad about things about myself because I realize there's a lot of things that I can change if I do feel bad about those things. So I don't, I don't sit there and be like, I don't look like this, blah, 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 blah. To me, I'm just like, well, I'm going to look, I'm going to do this to look like that. I'm going to make it like, make it a conscious decision to pursue a healthy change. So that's, that, that brings me confidence. And you also now have some some experience, right, and tactics. Yeah, like you know what to do when, right? Yeah, like when there's a shitty situation because where you used to deal with it a certain way, now you know a different way. Because you realize that, like, if you continue to respond in the same manner, you just end up keep continuing to fuck up. Yeah, yeah, or like you're get you're just getting the same results over and yeah, over and, and over. Yeah, and, and fucking up sucks, man. Yeah. 
and people pointed out to you too like they they know like just like you said they pointed out when they respected what you had done like cooled down so quickly but they'll point out the opposite too like when you kind of lose your shit yeah though people call you out on everything and you know you probably get tired of hearing that after a while yeah we're having to deal with other people's bullshit I when think, it's really a reflection of you i think it's situational yeah like being told that i had to close my gym i think allowed me an outburst okay because it's yeah it's something i couldn't control so, so how do you usually handle situations outside your control? It depends on the severity. Yeah. Depend. What about like, does it depend on the emotional attachment to you or like, Oh the, God. Yeah. Yeah. It has to. You aren't able to separate that. Again, I think it depends on the severity. Yeah. I think it depends on how much time you've spent already being frustrated about it. Like we weren't sure if it was coming or not. Right. Cause we had saw something that was talking about what the things that would be closing down were and gyms weren't on the list. So then to hear, to hear our governor say it. Right. It was like a shock. It wasn't the shock. Like it was just, I was hopeful. I was like, maybe they see how important we are. Okay. You know? Um, and, and dude, that's what makes me mad. That they don't see the value. They do not see the, they do not see the value in what we're doing. Yeah. I mean, it's just not a big driver. That's the thing. No, it's not, it's not enough of a, you know, it's not big enough on their radar for them to make it, to give a shit potentially, or it's just, we're not the main concern because there's bigger things that are more worth their time. It's funny. Decision makers. It's me. funny that we started this conversation on fear, and you know that's what it was. That's what I was afraid of. You weren't afraid of another person. That's what I. I asked. was afraid of the shutdown. You were afraid of. But were you afraid of the shutdown, or were you afraid of not knowing what to do during the shutdown? Both. Okay. One hundred percent both. Because I know what I like to do and I know what I don't like to do. So. And I'm choosing the route of the thing that I like to do. Yeah. I like to be in person. Yeah, of course. You know? Well, I mean, so, so like what you did was, you know, you can blame and we can put it on others, right? Right. Like, and, and be fearful of yeah. their, you know, you know, what's going to happen and what's their decision going to be and you know whatever it is and and oh no they they can't say that they can't make us close like you're kind of being fearful but you're putting it all on them now now take some some ownership here, yeah right like do the thing that that you want to do right what what is it that you want to accomplish and can is that something you can do even though they had they made that decision man what i want to accomplish is to be able to continue to provide a place where people can come to improve themselves. Yeah. I got I got members that are in recovery. I have a coach that's in recovery. Like I have members with mental health, like diagnosed mental health issues that have told me that coming to CrossFit, coming to Tried and True and doing CrossFit at Tried and True has kept them off of their antidepressants. 
like so so it's it's sort of like a moral dilemma for you and it's 100 percent a moral dilemma yeah it like just like the whole every conversation we've had today is like off like how important it is like what this does and what this means to people and to us and what we actually do and it's not it's not like you know the governors all say like it's you know people that just want bigger biceps right like we're legitimately improving people's lives and not just in a like hocus pocus way right like they feel good but you know keeping people out of hospitals mm -hmm. keeping people away from the doctor yeah focusing on health not sickness right right and, and giving them a, uh, an outlet yeah. Too, right the the yeah. mental part the emotional I mean, part and that's what we and that's what i was talking about earlier yeah when you asked me about like when was the last time i was afraid of somebody right it was before i started training because when i found training i had an outlet right. and the only reason i would have been afraid of somebody prior to having that outlet was if i would have gotten into a verbal altercation with somebody that led to a physical altercation yeah and if I'm constantly going and searching for that outlet, whether it be through uh, an activity like CrossFit or actually getting on the mats with somebody and playing jujitsu, which is fighting, like you're, we are fighting each other. Right. Like we're not just like, I mean, yeah, like you don't realize that right in the beginning. No, <laughs> like my goal, my goal is to potentially get you into a position where I could kill you. Or break one of your bones. And it's totally my choice to not follow through on that aspect when you submit. Mm -hmm. When I feel you tap, then it's my choice to let go or not. Like I literally have you in a position that you know you cannot get out of. And it's powerful, dude. Yeah. And, and like the person <clears throat> can, can fucking die. The person like can. I've, I've almost had someone pass out. The person can. <laughs> die the person can get yeah. their shit broken and i mean i know i had my right elbow dislocated yeah. um like you tweaked my elbow like dude that's what makes a it a couple months yeah, ago man. yeah man that's what makes it such a like one it's it's delicate as fuck it's Even so though, delicate like it's it seems so aggressive but now that i'm kind of getting into more of the concepts of it like yeah it's extremely delicate you know, it's almost graceful. It is when done well. It is. It is an art form, and it's it's so intimate too. Right, right. You're sharing this, and you're you're completely giving your like trust to someone. Yeah. Right? Like here, let me armbar you. I'll show you. Right. And you'd be like, okay. <laughs> I know. I know. Even you'd like, be like, oh, fine. And here, the, show me. And that's in the sense of just practicing. Yeah. All right, man. Can I can I drill my triangle choke on you? Yeah. Just some. Just you might fall asleep. Like. Just know that you're allowing me to apply this technique to you that if I chose not to let go of, you could die. Right. Right. Or lose a limb. Or lose a limb, yeah. You know, or sever you, a tendon. You potentially, <laughs> potentially be messed up for an extended period of time. Right. And it's, it's such a, a – it's almost a breach of trust. Oh, it's not a breach of trust, but it's like a you, – you, you kind of have to put all your eggs in one basket there. Yeah. Right. On both sides, but what the point I'm getting you know at is I, like we're we're kind of faced with these these decisions to make right now based on these what's out of our control. But what about what's in your control, right? Imagine you have like you know the grip and the position over somebody, 
they have no way to where to go. You can make the choice between, you know, life or death, essentially, yeah. or in, in this case, like following these rules or not. Right. Either one has a potential outcome, but you're in control of it. Yeah. Right. Now it's your choice. You can take every, you know, there's restrictions and there's like laws and everything that yeah. are going to tell, like dictate what we should do. But at the end of the day, like you're going to make your choice and, and deal with the consequences either way, mm -hmm. one side or the other, right? You have to have a plan for both. Absolutely. Right. So how do you handle that choice, that choice making? <laughs> <laughs> how do you handle that decision? It's because no one's going to tap on the other side. You, know, you have to choose before they tap, right? It's, That's the it's, thing. You mean now, are you asking me this in the aspect of martial arts or are you asking me in this, in the aspect of life? Business life, business life. Arts. Okay. So you can relate it you know, to it's, both. And you know, it's, it's, it's funny. Like I've never really thought about it this way. But I, I can know, but that's why I'm here to make you think about <laughs> it in different ways. Uh, we could really relate it to performing a CrossFit workout. Yeah. To performing a to to participating in jujitsu. It's just constant decision making. Mm -hmm. It was it's my choice to pick the barbell back up. Right. It's I have to choose. Okay, now. And the fast the better I get. At making the now decision, you know, like, okay, I just put the barbell down. Now I'm going to get back on the bike and then, okay, how, I got to pedal. I got to right. pedal now. Right. You know, okay, I just finished pedaling on the bike and I got to get off now. I got to pick the barbell up now. In jujitsu, it's a little bit, and, and that's like, I think that helped me with decision making, cro okay. the CrossFit workouts. I realized that the faster I made that decision, the better I got. The better the, the outcome would be. The better be. the outcome would be. Right. Right? It's like that day you texted me. You just said, Ron, yes or no? And I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know what was up. I don't even remember. I, I know. I what it was. But I you, remember you, that. No, you, you, you actually said, oh, I really didn't have anything. I'm just going to – but I like this. I'm going to use it in the, in the future. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I just want to know that you'll do anything that I right, ask. Right. <laughs> on a, <at> a moment's note. <laughs> No, but I see what you're saying. And <coughs> what's great is like at, you know, now like you're not even thinking about it, it becomes autonomous. Yeah. And especially with jujitsu, like <coughs> it, it, it's reactive mm -hmm. just as it is proactive. Like if this, then that. And, and then you wait, you make one and, move, you wait for the next move. And then the right? beauty of jujitsu relating to decision making is we're both making decisions. Right. And I've got to make my decision faster than you. For sure. You know, I have to have more. Or have different cho more choices. Uh, Jason, who yeah. we interviewed uh, early on in the podcast, yeah, yeah. he he gave me the analogy of you know relating jujitsu to having a toolbox, mm -hmm. and in that toolbox are all the techniques and all the concepts that I that I know and I understand and I and all I have to do is identify what tool I need before you identify to what tool you need. Mm. So it comes right. So you figure out what the problem is, right? Decide which tool or set of tools are going to need, and then I, and then apply them correctly, and then apply them correctly. Right. So, and and that makes decision making. But we're talking like it's the analogy kind of slows down the process. But we're talking in a matter of like a split second. We're talking sometimes. especially with jujitsu, yeah. with yeah. like 
it, it has to it be has a, to be like such a reflex it has to be right. i mean that's why maybe the, that's where he gets his that's name where from. that's why the gym i go Love to it. is called reflex um knowing that i have to make my decision before you do allows me to win the game mm-hmm. that's life Right. Think about how many people get passed up for opportunities because they just sat there. Because they won't make a decision. Because because they don't know what's right or what's wrong. So what what I think what we're gonna get with it with with this conversation. And this is awesome, by the way. Um, we make decisions because of fear, and you can't even remember the last time you were afraid of someone. <laughs> That's a. Decision. I remember. I remember. Right, so well, we're taking the. I'm the 37, decision making. I'm 37 and years old. Putting it into something more logical. I'm 37 years right. old, and the last time I remember actually being afraid was I was 18 or 19, and I got sucker punched, and the person told me it was okay and shook my hand, and then hit me again. He punched you, uh-huh. shook your hand. Uh huh. What told me told me everything was okay and then pulled me in with the handshake and hit me again that scared me cuz you felt powerless that showed me yeah yeah that showed me that i i couldn't trust that person hmm. you know and that's a strange event right yeah yeah i mean it was a different time in my life for sure like i was doing dumb shit Right. Um, and uh, you're still doing dumb shit, but now you're just smarter about it. Ha! Ha! That's funny. Um, so we're talking almost twenty years. You know that I can at least. I remember, like, uh, dude, I went to hardcore shows all the time. Fights would break out. Right, and, and that's that's like that's on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And people go there to fight. I just remember, <laughs> I just remember like when somebody would attack one of my friends, like that person would get just ganged up on. Hmm. And that was like one of the instances that showed me like some sense of control. Okay. It's like, oh, oh, we're good in numbers. And then I was like, well, what about one on one? And that's like, and then I also, I, I mean, I also admired the, the health and physique of fighters. Right. So I just was like, I want to look like that. So I'm going to go do what they do. Yeah. And you get to, you get the benefit of both, right? You get to do what they do and look good. Right. right? Yeah. And vice versa. I, I, I'm, I laugh at this because I, People ask me why they need to do handstand push-ups. Right. And I'm like, well, see that guy over there? You think he looks good naked? He could do handstand push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's true. Like, So then you just got to make the decision to do handstand push-ups. You just got to do the things. Yeah. yeah, that. No, but be able to – once you're able to do the things, right? I'll tell you what, When man, you reach the level, you also get the benefits that come with it. I'll tell right? you what, the – The ability to be less afraid is the ability to make decisions faster. Mm-hmm. I was. But I think what it is, is you're eliminating fear, but just using some logic, 
right? You're removing the emotion from it. Like it doesn't even matter what, what the, you know, what the outcome yeah. is like, I'm in charge either way. Yeah. Right. So, so what am I going to do right now? What's right. my choice? Yeah. And here's a really good example is the, the last time I got to ride my bike, the few times I had been to the place that I was before there was a jump that I was afraid to jump. Yeah. And I was so frustrated with myself for being afraid to jump that jump. Mm-hmm. And on the way there that day, I just said, I'm, I'm jumping it. Yeah. You know, and the first time visualize. Yeah. Right? The first time that I landed properly on the jump before it, I didn't hit my brakes. Yeah. And I just, just went after, I it. just went off the, the next jump Yeah. and I put my foot down, but I rode away. Okay. And then I was like, okay. Oh, when you landed? I landed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I landed and I mean, rolled. When you, when you landed, we, I, I put your, my foot down. foot down. I put my foot down when I landed and rolled away. <clears throat> and I'll tell you what, man, that brings confidence too. Yeah. When you get it, when it actually like, works. Not, not only that, but just putting myself into dangerous positions and walking away from them. Hmm. Um, and the next time I came down the hill, I didn't put my foot down Yeah, and I made it to the landing, even though it kind of felt like I wasn't going to make it to the landing. I just told myself to keep my feet on the pedals that time. And I just squeezed the handlebars real tight. And you know what? I didn't jump it again that day. Mm-hmm. I was like, we're good. We got it. We're done. And doing things, doing scary things, choosing to do scary things. And this comes hand in hand with choosing to do uncomfortable things makes you better at handling scary things, handling uncomfortable things, waking up, putting on my clothes this week and walking my dogs for almost two miles each morning, all five days, Monday through Friday this week. It was a pain in the ass. It was, it was cold out. Had the dogs enjoy it. The dogs loved it. Yeah. Right. I had to choose to put on long underwear, pants, a shirt, a sweatshirt, a jacket, two pairs of socks, and gloves, and a hat. I could have just chose to stay in my warm That's bed. That's uncomfortable. I could have just chose to stay in my warm bed and hook the dogs up out back on their chains. But I chose the harder path. Mm-hmm. Which is always the better way. It is, dude. Not always. <sighs> Sometimes it's stupid. But in this case, it depends on. In this case, like, like, yeah, you could very easily throw your dogs out in the yard and just yeah. chill, and, <clears throat> you know, while you drink coffee, right? Or you could bring your coffee with you. I did do that the one right? morning, yeah. <laughs> and and walk with your dogs and just be in a different place, right? Yep. You could be in. It, I learned recently that like the the calories you burn, like the actual energy you use sitting down right now, like we're sitting on a couch versus. Oh, out we're there. not supposed to be in the same place. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Versus like out there, like doing something, moving, like anything under like extreme physical activity. Yeah. I think you're burning the same amount of calories. It might be like a small percentage more when you're moving faster. Oh, wow. <clears throat> so, and you make the point all the time of like the time is going to pass anyway. Yep. So like. Might as well do fun shit. Like do the thing that's fun. Do the thing that's pushing you somewhere closer do the thing that's moving the needle forward if you're complacent and and like i don't know if this is 
like bad to say, but if you're complacent, like get the fuck up. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you're wasting your life. Like if you're good, if you're happy, like where you are, and I don't mean like there's people who are happy where yeah. they're at and they're cool and they, they love it and they'll stay there. But then there's people who are just complacent and, and like – And complaining about it. And complaining about it. It's like, dude, if you're going to complain about it, shut the fuck yeah, up. If and, it bother, and, if it and bothers, yeah, if it bothers you that much, just do it. Right. But the, but fear blocks them. That's where the fear the fear of change the, the fear, fear of change the fear of giving up who they are to become who they're meant to be the fear of being on the hook for something yeah right for sure either way can I armbar you right now <laughs> no <laughs> but seriously if uh, if you're sitting still and you hate it get the fuck up <laughs> for real. <laughs>